and thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. How was, well, how was your last two weeks? We've been gone for a little bit. You know, the usual. Work, work, Mm -hmm. work, 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 work. Um, (laughs) Working. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being social. I got out the house, y'all. I've been real social. You guys should be really proud of me. <laughs> I've been super social, and my whole, almost all of my July is booked. Okay, now. She is super social, okay? <laughs> be proud of me. Okay. You well, the one who went on vacation. Oh, yeah. I went to Florida um, for a couple of days um, and came back, and it's still been busy ever since I got back. I went to... Um, Ray White and New Cookout yesterday. Then I went to Henny and Wings. So, yeah, it's been busy. I don't have any plans for the 4th. Um, so, I might, you know, just chill in the house. I have some shows. <laughs> I need a day. I, Sid- got a, I got a couple of shows to Sydney's, catch up on. Sydney's never in the house. <laughs> but, you know, what? it was funny. I was just telling uh, my boyfriend earlier is that yesterday morning, I was home till like, 1 or 2 p.m., and I enjoyed, you know, being home. I did laundry. I folded the laundry. I cleaned my room. I straightened up. I did three miles on a treadmill all before I went out anywhere. And I was like, this was nice. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need to do this every weekend. Just had that 12 hours while I'm actually in the house, you know, taking care of stuff that I usually have to squeeze in on uh, weeknights. So, it was kind of lovely. I'm, y'all, I fell off the workout uh, kind of grind, so I'm getting back on it. I started July 1st. We are supposed to be on Coachella diet. I'm back on it now. Well, oh. here's the thing. <laughs> let's, just for my sake, let's get back on the Coachella diet on the 5th. I, I'm attending something <laughs> on Tuesday. Deal. And she plans on going ham. <laughs> so, let's just pick up. Okay. Cause honestly, I also got a little catfish upstairs. So, and that's a fatty fish. So let's just yeah, cut the crap. On the fifth, Coachella diet begins. Yes. For real. Yep. And you guys should join us, even if you're not going to Coachella. Whatever event you got, yeah, pick something. Pick something and make that your diet, and let's all get healthy together. Yes, yes, definitely. Cause I fell off and I fell off hard, so I'm <laughs> I'm hitting the ground running. Now I feel like I'm working backwards and I'm mad at myself. So I'm going to take it out on the pavement and on the treadmill and on everything else, you know. It, it takes time breaking habits. I know. And that's so that's all it is. Yeah, I just, you know, I've been fed all my life, guys. Anyway. So, <laughs> so have I if we're putting it out there. Right? <laughs> You're right. But, you know, we're going to do better. <laughs> we'll figure it out. By the 10-year reunion, we're snatched. Yes. <laughs> that's a given. <laughs> All right. One year, we'll be all right. Yeah. By the way, reminder: um, more details coming, but our one like day, uh, in a week. Yes, details. Yes, next Every, week. Everything we'll, will be dropped, revealed. Okay. Well, not everything. We still have some more surprises coming on later. But, but where you need to show up will be revealed. Will be revealed. So next week, August nineteenth. Yes, in Baltimore. In Baltimore, two to seven. Yes. So. It's going to be great. We're going to have fun. Yes. Put it on your calendar. We're going to answer questions live. So, you know, if y'all have questions that you haven't gotten a chance to answer, you can ask us then. Don't make it too raunchy. My parents are going to be there. I know. My parents will too, but you (laughs) can make it extra raunchy since they're going to be there. Oh, God. (laughs) 
my parents will be there. And my family, I mean, Sydney, know my family come out. They'll be there, and I want y'all to be extra, extra nasty, too. Yes, yes. Just because of that. <laughs> and we'll have a DJ, so there'll be music. Yes. There's food. We'll have special drinks for you guys. Right, there's food specials, drink specials, eat, laugh, two-step, you know. We're going to have a couple of giveaways. We'll give you the details on that later, but, See what you I mean? know, stay tuned. It's just a full packaged event. And then for people who don't, who don't know us, know us. Yeah. You should have to for us to, to meet us, and we want to meet you guys. Right, and that's kind of why we picked it midday Saturday. So, you know, if you're coming from anywhere, you got a little bit of time to get there and see us, and then it doesn't end too late. So, you know, right. if you got to travel back home, you can do that. And too. then if you have night plans, we don't, we're not even in that arena. You can still go out that night. You know what? We might, yeah, I mean, we, we should have an after party. We might go out, we go might, out with us after. We could just have after moves. You and know what? as I'm thinking about it, we gonna have we're going to have after moves. Soon. That will be dropped soon as well. <laughs> it's gonna be Good Girls Behaving Valley after party yes. at some of the locations. Yes. So there you yes, go. Definitely, definitely. So okay. stay tuned, guys. So, so what's our media for the week. Well, you know we've been gone. Well, two weeks. We've yeah. been gone for a minute. Now we're back with the jump off. Yeah, you know, like that. Um, obviously when we gone like this, I cannot talk about everything. Yeah, sorry. We'll be here all day. But we're gonna start with the good stuff. The goody. The BET Awards. Yes. And I don't feel like we're that late because it's literally been a week. Yeah. So but first of all, they was long. Oh my gosh. That's Jesus. not even like long isn't the word for I literally and I'm not usually on Twitter. I got I this is the this is why I love black Twitter. <laughs> I got back on Twitter because this is where you need to be when this type comes on. Mm-hmm. And I went on Twitter like, all right, y'all get tired. And um I call her like my I feel like we're Twitter buddies. We went to, we went to school with her, Brittany, mm-hmm. and we always talk to each other when we're watching TV on Twitter. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, don't go to bed. I'm like, girl, it's getting late. <laughs> I, I have work, work in the mall. They okay? the word shows on Saturday. Okay. <laughs> they really do. And maybe when I was a teenager, I was in college. Now that I'm an adult, it's hard trying to do that. Because we I, used to have whole viewing parties in college. Yeah, but I also feel like I wasn't the only one. I feel like, and I made a tweet, I was like, this is how you know we're becoming adults. Everyone is like, okay, we're getting tired. When this is going to be over, yeah. So, um, BT Awards. Now, I'm an awards fanatic. And lately, I feel like overall, the award shows have been subpar. Mm-hmm. I felt like for BT, it was a decent show. I agree. I'm going to give it a, a B plus, and I'm going to tell you why. Just gave it a B. I'm going to give it a B plus because this year I was somewhat impressed because I also feel like in years prior, they just don't be giving it to me. Right. Um, and I felt like this year I was like, okay, I felt like I had a nice lineup of performers. Yes. That's why I And that's what me. really gave me, that's what's me giving host... it the B plus. Okay. We can start there. I love so, her okay. as a comedian oh. in movies. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I wish I could see Sinead's face. Okay, so for me, mm-hmm. um, I never, I've never thought she was funny. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm glad she's successful, though. Yeah. And I hope she continues to be successful. Right. But I can acknowledge some people's humor just isn't for me. And her humor, I don't know, we just don't connect. I, I don't find I don't her, think it was good on the award I don't show. find her funny, usually. Yeah. And on a award show... I chuckle, but... Let yeah. me... Okay, I'm in... Okay. Okay. <laughs> so Let's just, keep it real. The good and the bad. <laughs> First of all, congrats to you for getting the gig and get your coin. Right. Respect. Second of all, 
Why was you yelling at me the entire night? <laughs> I, I mean, you had a mic. Why were you yelling at me well, the entire night? Well, she just reminds night? me of Monique. She always yelling. And Kiki Palmer, always yelling. I know, but I feel like Monique yells in her intro. Yes, baby. Yes, love me. And then she gets normal. I felt like Leslie was yelling at me the entire night. Okay. Um, second of all, I felt like it, it could have been by choice, but, like, she didn't have no real wardrobe changes. I don't know. Usually the host, like, she might not have wanted to, but I mm-hmm. wanted to see that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a part of the host. You're supposed to change your switch up. Especially females, because you, you have more variety of what you can wear. Mm-hmm. We're going to get the hair. I hated her hair. Because on the red carpet, she had this very pretty green dress on. Mm-hmm. She had her hair kind of, like, tied. It was kind of, like. She should have kept it back, that way. And I thought, you should have kept it that way. Because I hate that spiky. What made you want to take your pony off and just leave it up? <laughs> I hate this spiky. I don't think it's... It, I don't think it... Um, I don't think it's becoming. I don't think it's flattering. Yeah. On not. her. I don't. Yeah. So that distracted me. And then she was just yelling. I just felt like, girl, why are you yelling? <laughs> and I felt like her joke, she was trying, but it just... I don't feel like it just hit it. Not for me, at least. At the same time, like, when I'm watching with Black Twitter, people thought she was hilarious. So right. that's how you know, you know, and she, she didn't miss the mark. Yeah. Um, okay, so who was your favorite performance? Who was your least favorite? Hmm. Do you want to start? You start. I got to ponder on my least favorite. My least favorite was Trey Songs. I love Trey. Mm-hmm. That wasn't it. That was not his best yeah. show. Vocally, that was not his best show. Yeah. And just the aesthetic of it. I was like, what are you trying to do here, buddy? <laughs> um, and I love Trey songs. I really do. I mm-hmm. would just lick him, seriously. <laughs> but that wasn't his best. And he was off. And it just wasn't right. And yeah. I feel like we picked up on that. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter picked yes, up. Lord. That wasn't his best. I've seen better. And I've seen him live. live. He can sing. He mm-hmm. couldn't do a great performance. Yeah. That wasn't my favorite. Uh, my favorite performance was Bruno Mars. Hey, stole mine. I liked his energy. I did too. He was a great opener, and I, I think he's an awesome performer. Yeah. I wanted to see him in concert till I saw them ticket prices, and I said, "All right, maybe the next tour." <laughs> but um, I just thought it was great energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are my favorite. Well, so since you so do you have honorable mentions? Yes, that's what I was gonna say. So um, what's the song called? Mask Off for mm-hmm. my future. I, I, what I loved about that, even though I don't particularly like Future, the crowd was all into it, dancing up, moving. I like to see that because they were like that for Bad and Bougie too. Well, and, I love Migos' performance. Yeah. I, first of all, I love Migos. Yeah. I just, I love their style. I love Not their them. interview so much. Well, we, go, we can talk about that. <laughs> that whole thing was funny to me, it but was. we can get there. Um, <laughs> but during those two performances, I liked how engaged the audience was because mm-hmm. then it's like, yeah, you want us at home to be entertained. But the people there are there for and longer I, than we are watching. Well, I think it's entertaining for us to see them. Enjoying it and dancing. The ma- because we don't always get to see them in that light. The mask off, the whole time I was like, is she really playing the flute? I don't feel like she was, <laughs> but she could have been. I just felt like, are you just, is that mm-hmm. real? Yeah. I don't know why I thought of that. And then, um, what's his name? Khalid? On the little Nissan stage. Which I felt like he could have got a main stage. I don't yeah. think he needed the side stage. Either, but he but sounded I, great. I did. I think he did really like, well. And I like him. 
So Same. I feel like he's got enough popularity to get the mainstream. I kind of thought so too. I was surprised he was over there, but I I did enjoy his performance a whole lot. It, I just like him because he's different. Like he has a different. He's tone. really Bobby. Yeah, he's I like really. him a lot. I like. Him um, a lot. I also I'm gonna honorable mention. I like Tamar. She did the most in the end. That that was. <laughs> I was about to say. No, we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> I was about to say hola. <laughs> I like her. She can sing, and mm-hmm. she sounded great, and that's what was the kicker for me. When I, we got she wasn't lip syncing the whole time. I thought she was. A lot of people said she was lip syncing later on that night. She did a vo- she vo- posted a video of her singing the song. Mm-hmm. It it sounds. I mean, here's the thing. I think you need to be a Tamar fan to know that is literally how she sings, mm-hmm. and the clip shows it. Mm-hmm. Um. The huzzy can sing and well, it yeah. matches it. I know she can sing, but I think her being extra honestly made it seem like she was trying to overdo it to play up that she was actually. And singing. once again, <laughs> if you know Tamar, mm-hmm. that's her. Okay. So for me, because mm-hmm. I watched the Braxtons, mm-hmm. that's her. And when she, that that, Braxton, when she did I'm that, when she did that, your wig gonna fall off. When she did that, I rolled my eyes, but I literally thought that's Tamar. Like <laughs> I feel like you have to like watch the show. Mm-hmm. The, there's no other way she would have done that. Okay. She just, you know. Okay. Well. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well. Um, I felt bad for SZA. Oh, uh, I liked her. But she had some technical. Yeah, she did. So I felt bad for those because I feel like she done well, but that was a part of the story with her performance. That's true. But like at the end, she was just so like happy go lucky and like. Well, she did well. She yeah. she handled it perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I want to talk about the new edition tribute. Um, I think the showmanship was great. Yes. However, <laughs> they got like the actors from the movie to, but they're not singers. Right. So the showmanship was some of them are. So like Luke James killed it. Yeah, I was gonna say some you know of them I mean? did some really of them did well, well but it got patchy, so and that's why they was like point to the audience because yeah. it's like they're not singers. Right. So I don't know who idea this was, and I understood wanting to. I I thought it was cute wanting them to all be involved, mm-hmm. but they're not singers, so it's like. It threw it off for me. It just made me worried about their tour because Bobby, Bobby, honey, Bobby, Bobby, you need Bobby, some I need lemon you, honey tea. I need him to run on a treadmill and sing. First of because all, because he gets tired, and every time they do these performances, he gets tired so fast. Well, he I don't just feel be like standing on I don't side. feel like he he didn't stay that long, right? Did he what? do the first song? He came back. Yeah, he was on I the stage with all of them at one point, and they was all dancing and turning and stuff, and he was just standing there singing uh, when they was all in the white or whatever. I'm well, just first like, of all. <laughs> They need to tighten up. Their yeah, wardrobe I'm change so took worried. too long. Oh, yeah. We were just I sitting there. Was happening, I was like, like, um. Then he come out with the dead mink. No one else got that. You don't <laughs> right. need that. And, yeah. and he didn't sound that great. And that's why I'm like, I'm worried about their tour because Jesus. So he, I'm sure he'll get it together. The rest of them got it together for the most part, but he was slipping. Well, I mean, I think they also perform more on a regular than he has. That's true. You know, that's they've true. done a lot of new edition tours without him. Right. So well, he's going to be there. He need to um, tighten up. Tighten up. Yes. Okay. So, and then. Obviously, the big thing was, um, and this happens a lot, like, people say at BET, they don't have, like, the star stars, mm-hmm. and this year, they kind of didn't. Right. Um, but my thought is, that happens with yeah. BET Awards often. Yeah. Not saying it's right, but it's like, I don't know what it's y'all It's almost expect. like they're only there for the beginning of their career, and then they... They kind of phase out eventually, and yeah. I'm not saying that's a good thing, I'm just saying, y'all say this every year, and I'm like, the same I mean, what do, you, what do you want... We want them to be there. I mean, 
And Nicki Minaj made a point to announce, you know, the the ESPN, the basketball awards was the only one she was going to. Yeah. Even and though she ain't even do that good at that. No, she did not. I watched it and was like, okay. <laughs> Girl. But, you know, Remy Ma, Remy Ma won the award, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, I don't really take sides, but I feel like I'm on Remy's side more. Just I feel like Nicki Minaj, you've gotten so big. Why does she bother you? Mm-hmm. Your barbs would never leave you right. or forsake you. <laughs> and I also feel like they're two different types of rap. Yeah, so I feel like, agreed. at what part is she taking your lane? Right. So sometimes I feel like, you know, I feel like Nikki's insecure. She's been by herself for such a long time. Mm-hmm. But, and part of me wants there to be more female. Not to knock her off, but like, why do we have 30 million male rappers and we only get like one and a half female? No. Mm-hmm. So I hope Remy Moss gets to a settled place. Yeah. You have these young, like Cardi B is making moves. I, like, I, I really hope that because like, why why do we, how come we can only get one female rapper? At a time, right? It shouldn't be that way. Yeah. And it should be more competitive on her end. Mm-hmm. In the sense of, you shouldn't automatically get every award. <laughs> right. Because you're like the only one out. Yeah. Just, true. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, their beef is never going to end, I'm sure, but. Oh, any other notes would you felt from the BET Awards? Um, no, I think that was pretty much it for so, me. So we could talk about the pre-BET Awards now, right? Yes. How Meek Mills Camp yes. tried to um, jump safari. I watched the Allegedly. footage. <laughs> I watched the footage. <laughs> yes. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> safari crossing over to get away from them. Right. And it made me laugh. I'm not mad at him. He was by himself, so I get why he was just trying to avoid it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what I loved, everyone went ham on Meek Mill. Like, seriously? Because my thought is, what's the beef at this point? Well, that's why, allegedly, they were going to an actual, like, pre-awards thing. Yeah, I heard. And didn't know that he was going to be outside when they got there. And what does it matter if he is? If he not say nothing to you, don't do nothing to you. Right. Grow up. Right. You just come out of blue. And my other thing is, and a lot of people just been clowning Meek anyway because mm-hmm. of his messaging and, um, and all that stuff, he's he got a tight. And so it was, yeah, like you said before, it was the people in his camp because, like, we all know Meek technically can't do it himself, or he's gonna no. get his butt in more trouble than you know he already was in. So I'm like wondering if his people jumped to conclusions and did it, or if he actually was like, if he told them to. Well, manager, publicist, and Meat Mill, step up and tell him whatever <laughs> this thing you got against him, let it go. At right. least externally let it go. Hate mm-hmm. him in private, honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's old. You're not even with her anymore. Right. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't give you more street cred. I feel like people clown him more and more now. Like, yeah. you starting to be like Bow Wow. You're just a <laughs> running joke on Twitter. Like, right. I'm just saying, like, get back to your music. Um, And then we're going to talk about <laughs> that interview with Joe Biden and Migos. Yeah. I watched that so many times. Especially Joe on Joe Biden's Instagram. He had different edits of it, uh-huh. which was hilarious. Yeah. So I actually appreciated the humor that he was just trying to be like, look, it happened. Right. He was making fun of it. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I didn't understand why it got I to mean that level. So I got it, but I was like So from Joe Biden, it's parts that was like cut out because someone like interrupted um, cause who's Joe Button been talking about lately? That other rapper, I forgot his name. Anyways, y'all know who he's talking about. He interrupted the Amigos interview and was like, "Don't say anything bad about this other rapper." 
So Joe Biden was already like frustrated right. with that. So they cut that part out. So then once the Migos like first of all they couldn't understand what they were saying. And he really couldn't supposedly. <laughs> no, he allegedly you know, he was like, he wasn't trying to be funny. He right. legit. And to be honest, I could believe that. And especially, like, I'm sure it's other people around. It's a loud time. place. It's a lot going and on. And they don't talk that <laughs> <clear>. clearly. <laughs> clearly. The clearest sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't understand them. I'm just saying. Right. So, um, I, and then since they weren't as responsive to their questions, because they do ask kind of, like, controversial te- questions, like, why were you left off? Bad and bougie, blah blah. So yeah, they remind me of the like a junior breakfast club sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um. So he was like, "Well, wrap it up," <laughs> and that's where it ended. But I mean, it was funny. It's giving us some wonderful memes and jests yes. and everything else. And so. then we can talk about them afterwards, where yeah. apparently Migos Cam and Chris Brown Cam. I watched that video too. Chris Brown was on Chris the side Brown, chilling. Honestly, and then if you can see the fan trying to take a selfie with Chris right. while he watching it, and Chris was like, what? No. You like, interrupted my entertainment. I felt like his boldness is hilarious. He's like, alright, look. Can we get a, like, can we, can we get a selfie real quick? Right. Honestly. But apparently it was over Karuchi. Yeah. Um, can we believe that? Obviously we can. Yeah. Um, Chris, brother, <laughs> been a fan, want to continue to be a fan. We got to let this puppy go. Yeah. I, I mean, the whole, like, we got to let it go. Yeah. She didn't put a restraining order or out on you. Look, with God, even, keep it on the inside, brother. Like, yeah. even if you hate Quayla, you still love her, fine. Keep it on the inside. Yeah. Y'all not getting back together. Yeah, Whether point. her and Quavo let like you just it, just yeah. put it in the music, brother. <laughs> Give us a fire album. Like put it in the music. Don't shout her name. Put it in the music. <laughs> and leave it alone. Right. So that was pretty much my BT award stuff. Like yeah. I, I mean, you know, I we'll see. I think I think the one award show BT can get, can get rid of is the Hip Hop Awards. Mm. Y'all were reaching. Y'all was trying to do two like MTV. Mm-hmm. But it's like they have the Hip Hop Awards. They have the... Isn't there like a Women in Hip Hop Awards too now? Mm. They With used BET? to do it. Or was it? No. That What's was said, I don't... Because that was weak. The VH1 needs to get rid of that. But BT, no. It's just those two. They just have those two and they yeah. can... They can let that go. Yeah. Even MTV had to revamp the movie awards. Now it's a yeah. movie and TV. Maybe y'all need to revamp it, but just yeah. like, just know. Yeah. Maybe they should just make a black culture award show. Yeah, because like that now has me thinking about like the Carmichael show and like Blackish and like all those movies, like, I mean, TV shows. We don't, it's, it's not enough to do a war show on TV. It's mm-hmm. not. That's why I'm saying. Well, not just TV, like TV. But I'm just saying, do a black culture award show if you mm-hmm. want to try to make it more around. Because the hip hop thing is like, it's so annoying. The dumbest categories. That's on like, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, moving on. Jay Z and Beyonce. <laughs> so we'll start off with the baby names. I've heard the names are Rumi and Sir Carter. Oh. Uh-huh. That's what I heard allegedly. Okay. Do not know if that is true. Okay. What do you so think? So is that, that for a boy and a girl? We, you don't know. Okay, because I was about to say Sir Carter. You would think I'm Sir is a boy, boy, but Rumi is kind or of Rummy. I saw. It, I don't. It's, I guess it's Rummy. R U M I. Yeah, Rummy, that's Rummy. Rummy Carter. Yeah, I don't. That that's kind of gender neutral, so I don't know. So what do you think, though? But my thing is, it's like. 
their daughter's name is Blue. So I don't yeah. want y'all to think there was going to be like Jasmine and Jackson. I mean, it <laughs> right. wasn't. It wasn't. The the names weren't going to be, but so much. Yeah, I don't know. But I was like, okay. I did think that he was going to want a junior, though. I could see that. Yeah. So, but I mean, of course they wouldn't call him Sean. They'd probably call him something else. I don't know. Well, that's the allegedly their names. Once again, they have not put anything out. They yeah. haven't even said that the baby was born. Actually born. She's going to pop up and still be pregnant. Like, y'all, I'm still here. <laughs> no, at this point. <laughs> I'm thinking eventually she'll post a photo. Mm-hmm. Um, like they did with Blue. I mean, it yeah. took them a minute before they, you know, although they've gotten more personal music, don't expect them to be like the Kardashian, y'all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <coughs> excuse me. I say that while I feel like they've gotten more intimate with us. Mm-hmm. They have, the wall is only going to come down so low. They're just private people. But that's all my thought is like, Somebody must be bringing them food, and they just must be up in that house because it was hard enough for them to have blue, and that was one baby. Now they got blue and two babies. Well, they they rented this crazy big home, yeah, they and they really they did out. like new construction to give them everything they need. Yeah, so that so they're probably in their home doing what they do. Yeah, they just getting acquainted out. to to having two new babies and yeah. I'm sure when they feel settled and want to start being out in the public they will. Right. Congratulations. I hope the babies are healthy and happy. So then we're gonna move towards Jay-Z's new album came out. Yes, four forty four. Um she hasn't heard it because I, I don't have title, I don't have sprint. <laughs> you know, I don't I read that a week like a week It'll be available in other Probably. ways. Yeah, that's usually how they do it. Um, so I was like, I'll just wait. What <laughs> but else? it was good. I liked it. Um, it's, you know, short and sweet. More like a mixtape, honestly, because it's like 35 minutes. Um, so you can listen to it a couple of times, you know, in a shorter period of time. But I liked it. He did get um, more personal and like kind of hinted towards um, his infidelity. And- I don't think he hinted. I think he said it. <laughs> I've been reading, I haven't heard the album, but I've read so many Jay-Z analysis articles Mm -hmm. and the clips of it. I think, I think he said it. (laughs) It's clear. Even used a Becky name. Like, it's clear. He cheated. He real, he got it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's clear. So, um, and a lot of people are saying like, he just, he's being very grown man-ish on, um, this album. But I mean, I don't think he's necessarily saying anything um, knew that he hasn't said before. I think it's just like he's saying a lot of things in a small, um, in one album, and so people are like, oh, 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 okay, you putting all of this together, and so I think it's like because all of that in one album in one collection, people are like, oh, this is him on his grown man. Well, I just think it's more personal. Just the same way people felt with Lemonade. I think mm-hmm. it's just a different side. I I do think Jay Z was also more personal more than Beyonce anyway. Yes. But yeah. for him to start talking about his marriage, even his relationship with Kanye, mm-hmm. I feel like that was things that he doesn't comment on. You don't mm-hmm. hear anything about. So to get an album where he's starting to address this stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and so said, now I'm wondering like, was this recorded before the babies were born? Because when you had time to do this? Like <laughs> it had to well, all be prepared. Not necessarily. If it's such a short album, I mean, That's some true. artists say they go in and they can do stuff. Back to you back. know what I mean? If yeah. he was in a mood, it, this could have been quick. You know, some of the notables was 
I apologize often womanized took for my child to be born to see through a woman's eyes. So you see that? Said don't embarrass me. Instead, be mine. That was my proposal for us to go steady. That was her 21st birthday. Yeah. And someone, and I had to find the meme. But I saw this meme. Oh, it was this meme. And it says, if I were a boy jealous, all I could do was cry. Me, myself, and I ring the alarm. Irreplaceable resentment. Y'all ignored her cries for help. (laughs) And I thought that was funny. But I also, people were like really analyzing to the point of, you know, they were together for a long time. Mm -hmm. More of Beyonce's life than his. Mm -hmm. And they was talking about how like, I guess they were saying like, do y'all can understand why she stayed with him through that? Like, that was like her whole life. She's been with her whole life. Da, da, da. I was like, y'all going real deep. Well, yeah, because I was about to say some of the analysis is like, y'all relax. Because, y'all like, for example, with Ring the Alarm, people would ask her like, is this about your life? And she would always say, oh, you know, I always like write in groups of people. I'm not the only writer on the song, so it's not necessarily my experience. So, and like you said, Beyonce has always been pretty private. So, no, we ain't hear her call us for help because she always and, and, used to say and, and, it wasn't just about her. And frankly, what what were we gonna do? Right. When they say cries for I mean what 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 are what were we going to do? Right. He also addressed the salon situation mm-hmm. in the elevator, so that lets you know she was repping for her sister. Like we knew. He right. just confirmed it. Right. Um, and that's why, you know, he got smacked. <laughs> right. Basically, also the comments about Kanye reports are saying that, you know, Kim was upset about it because she felt like that comment was kicking him while he's down. Mm-hmm. Although <clears throat> he's getting better, he's still, you know, still in that place. And he, she felt like that wasn't necessary, especially calling the crazy comment. Mm-hmm. Um, and she <clears throat> reports are saying she just wants them to get back to their friendship core. Yeah. Um, is it possible? Who knows? I think they will. But they now, gonna drop Watch the Throne too. I know, but <laughs> but now he's also threatening to sue Title, so I feel like oh lord, it could further because mm-hmm. first it seemed just personal, and now they're saying that he said has left the company Title over a money dispute, saying that he believes the company owes him three million dollars, and that the company is now in breach of the contract. So. We don't know where this is going, but I feel like the lyric is one thing, but when you involve the money thing, mm-hmm. that could like permanently damage the friendship. their friendship. Right. So I hope not, because it seems like it was genuine. I say this like I know them, but y'all know what I'm saying. You <laughs> never want to see, they seem like they really vibe with each other. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you don't want to lose friends. Anyway, yeah. moving on. My next story is about Rihanna. Pictures came out of her in some serious lip locks. Yes. Um, and you know what? First of all, when I saw it, I said, yes, girl. Lick him. <laughs> I love Rihanna. Mm-hmm. He's identified as a 29-year-old Saudi billionaire, Hassan Jamil. First of all, touche. When I tell you, when you aim high, you aim high. You know what? Actually, seeing that annoyed me. Because I'm like, why can't she just be in love with whoever? Why does how much money he had matters? And so I was like so annoyed that people was like, yes, girl. I'm like, why does it matter? <laughs> and so I'm just like, everybody put in how much money he's worth. And I'm just like, okay, y'all realize this could just be like a one night thing. <laughs> like, well, it's not a one night. It's been at least a vacation. Give her, <laughs> okay. Give her more respect. That could be her vacation bay and that's it. 
It's not. We don't know that. It's not. Now, I, we, I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to get married, but he's not just her vacation bay. We don't know that. I, and I think it's just like everybody just getting excited to see her with someone else, but I'm just like, eh. Sources say Rihanna is in love with him. Uh. It seems completely smitten. It's more than vacate. I'm saying that we don't know how long it's going to last, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying that's who she kicking it with right now. Can't even say that's her boyfriend. That's who she kicking it with. That's okay. all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying good for her because, you know, level up. I don't know. <laughs> I was one of those people. I was like, who is he? Oh, a billionaire. Girl. Mm-mm. And he's cute. Oh, God. <laughs> So he comes from money. Yeah. And right now he's the president of a charity mm-hmm. um, that is an organization that invests in like training, job creation, and business aimed at helping communities transform themselves. And um, one of his aims is poverty reduction. Um, and I just thought, oh, and he got a soul. <laughs> so see, I was just looking at the money part. I was looking at, oh, it looks like he got a soul. Mm-mm. So I say congratulations. And whatever she wants to happen from it, I want that for her. Because I love Rihanna. And that probably makes sense why she get a little fit. I was when you happy, you eat a little I bit didn't more. I did think that. I was like, okay, that may have been a little some bit relationship more, And you don't really be watching yourself as much. Because yeah, you happy and you kicking it. And that's why she got a little thick, which right. I love thick Rihanna. That was my one thought about, okay, she could be in a relationship. Because the relationship weight is real, y'all. You be, <laughs> it, it really is because you with, the, you with your guy. And you chilling. And first of all, guys, I don't care. Guys just eat a lot, yeah. whether they're big or small. I feel like they just eat. <laughs> what do you do if you with him? You eat too. Right. Okay? And, you, and I feel like, I mean, unless you're with some health nut, mm-hmm. which... I've never been. <laughs> you know, you eat and yeah. you're together. You having fun. You have French fries and ice cream, and, <laughs> and it, it just that love weight is. They say when you happy, you gain weight. Yeah, so. It's true, y'all. <laughs> but I'm gonna lose it too. So. <laughs> okay, so next I want to talk about Kodak Black and his comments because yeah. I feel like we've talked about this before. Like, just oh, before him. Let's let's hit on some culture vultures real quick. Okay, so Kylie and Kendall. You know they got slammed. They <laughs> they put out some t-shirts, Ugh. graphic print t-shirts, one hundred twenty-five dollars. Whoever was buying them, come on, y'all. Well, yeah. Let me let me adjust the actual shirts first. They wasn't even cute. No, they like weren't. I don't. They know. were like oversized t-shirts. Yeah. That if you're like hipster chic, you probably would wear them with like some knee-high boots and a choker because that's all people wear now. Ugh. Um. And maybe one of her lip kits. I don't know. It was not cute at all. So the shirt is of rap and rock legends. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top is different faces, body poses of Kylie and Kendall. Which I'm like, uh. So my thought was, why would anybody even want that? I don't understand the appeal to have like, What y'all know, got to do with rock and hip hop? Exactly. <laughs> like- so first, um, Biggie's mom spoke out and she said, I'm not sure who told Kylie and Kendall they had the right to do this, the disrespect of these girls to not even reach out to me or anyone connected to the state baffles me. I have no idea why they feel they can exploit the deaths of Tupac and my son Christopher to sell a t-shirt. This is disrespectful, disgusting. I, I mean, she went in. Yeah. Um, Sharon Osbourne. She called she did it. Too. She said, "Girls, you haven't earned the right to put your face on the musical icon. Stick to what you know. Lip gloss, shade." <laughs> um, 
Michael Jackson's daughter, Paris Jackson, spoke on it. She mm-hmm. thought it was disrespectful, and obviously, you know, black people had a field day. They were not <laughs> feeling it. Um, do you feel like it was disrespectful? Yes. Same here. Yeah, it was definitely disrespectful. One, they was ugly. Two, um, like I said, they have nothing to do with rock or hip hop. Three, they said that they were big fans of. Oh, yeah, all I was about people. to read the I apology. Um, well, my thing was. <laughs> First of all, my thing was, just like she said, if you want to do something like that, mm-hmm. you should have contacted right. people to say you want to use their likeness on something. Right. Do If you want to do it, do it the right way. Right. So at least if if it came out and people still slammed it, you could at least say, well, look, it wasn't a good one, fine, but we did try to be right and we did. You didn't talk to it anybody right you just did it you just did it which they I'm went like, on custom ink and made these shirts like, is that really, my thought is that is that really you can't legally can you legally do that i mean a lot of people do that yeah so that's I was like, like, legally yeah people do it every day outside concerts they print people's faces that's what i'm saying but i sell it but they i definitely feel caught. when you're at this point yeah this you notoriety you have to do checks and balances yeah. so they did do an apology these designs were not well thought out and we deeply ap- apologize to anyone that has been upset or offended, especially to the families of the artists. We are huge fans of their music. And it was not our intention to disrespect these cultural icons in any way. The t-shirts have been pulled from retail and all images have been removed. We will use this opportunity to learn from these mistakes. And again, we are very sorry. So, that came from Kendall. Kendall, honey. You two for two, boo. <laughs> we do remember the Pepsi incident. We didn't forget it. Just happened. Um, you got a lot for that. And you know what? She actually, uh, three for three, because she promoted that Firefly Music Festival. Oh, yeah. So, Kendall. <laughs> they just be trying to do any Mama thing. Jenner. You got to get some better eyes, dear. Really look into these projects, because Kendall, to me, is three for three. When I first read the story, my first thought was just because, you know, y'all love black people don't mean you black. Right. No, I say that because, you know, I think sometimes, you know, sometimes, like, certain Caucasians can be like, I have white friends, Mm -hmm. you know, I have black friends. That doesn't mean so you can't say I'm I'm dating a black guy or and I so love okay. like I love no. Biggie. You, no. you still like that's not you still need to respect it. It's not okay, and that's right. with any cultural thing. Just because you may like elements of it or know somebody in it, like mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you can just just how like you know you can date Travis Scott. You still better never say the n word around nobody. It's like right. that. It's like it doesn't matter. How close you are to it. Right. You're not it. You need to be respectful of it. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like. Come no. on y'all. And I do think that part of the issue is that. They just be trying to do anything for some money. They'll do any little thing. I feel like maybe the seat wasn't even their idea. It might not have but been. And that's true. It really may not have been. Yeah but it's like. They'll they have go along with anything. Because like for the fire festival. I'm sure they contacted the right person and then they brought it to um, Kendall and she was like, oh yeah, cool. So her team is just as bad as she is because they passing this stupid stuff along and thinking that it's cool. I'm like, y'all really got to do better. Like, And I know, and I know for me, like, you know, if I ever get to that type of fame or whatever, Mm -hmm. or in my business, I still want to be heavily involved. Like, I want to know... Even if y'all came up with the idea, I need to prove of every design, yeah. everything that's going out because my name is attached to it. So that even if it. she is an idiot, her team can make it look like she ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just 
just saying, like, this is ridiculous. Okay, so my last one, I want to talk about Kodak Black. Mm-hmm. He made some headlines yeah. about saying that Kiki Palmer was straight, but he doesn't really like black girls like that. Um, and then at the Essence uh, Festival Day of Service event, um, Essence was there, and he kind of pretty much affirmed those statements. Mm-hmm. So they kind of gave him an opportunity. Like, it was like, here's your chance to You know, it. to really end. Um, I'm going to read just the conversation. Mm-hmm. You're at an event by Essence, and your comments about black women not being your preference are in the news. He says, I conduct myself like I am an average person because I am an average person, so I can say what I want when I want to say it. And really? so you can leave the Essence Festival tip. If it was you, you can say, I like skinny people, I like fat boys, so I can say, I like dark-skinned women, or I like light-skinned women. I can say what I want. Um, that sounds real educated. <laughs> Anything you say to black women who have supported you, who may have felt away. I love all my fans. It's some beautiful black women out there. It's just not my preference to deal with black skin. I mean, with dark skin women. I'm already dark. Oh. I like light skin women. Oh, We're going to talk about you know all this. What? The next, the next thing, <sighs> the next thing. So do you think there's something wrong with dark skin? No, I have dark skin. Um, it's just not my preference to deal with dark skin. Wait, no, I have dark skin, but dark skin women are more difficult. Oh, oh. I like light skin women. They are more sensitive. Oh, you know. Out the words of Kodak Black. So let's Kodak start. Black. Let's let's so point let's that start out with first the of all. First Black thing. is in your name. He says, I can say, I conduct myself like I am an average person because I am an average person. I can say what I want. We're not idiots, Kodak. We know you can say what you want. That's not the point. <laughs> that, that don't mean not, that we're not going to like it. <laughs> now, I want to talk about, you know, I want to talk about this. Because this comes up a lot. And I want to say, I don't listen to his music, Me so whatever. Either. But for any of y'all who listen, specifically dark-skinned, brown-skinned women, you want to continue? Does this make you still want to listen? Does this right. make you just be like, whatever, I still like his music? Which, mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't trying to judge you for liking it, but... And I think, here's my issue with what he said. (coughs) Having preferences, cool, yes. But But he got to the right. For his preference is what I have an issue with. He said, dark skinned women are more difficult. I like light skinned women. They are more sensitive. How does his mama look? Is his mama dark? I wish I knew. I don't know. But it's just like, don't put those stereotypes on people because. How many dark-skinned women have you been with to say that all dark-skinned women are difficult? And, because and, I know some difficult light-skinned women because I'm one of them. Oh. <laughs> and to say that light-skinned women are more sensitive. Right, like... So, like, where did you get that from? And as a... And difficult and sensitive ain't even opposite. You could be difficult and sensitive. I, I'm difficult Hello. and sensitive. So, that's I saw that and said, well, I'm both. So, what does that mean? Right. I'm difficult and I'm sensitive. <laughs> And what does that mean? Right. You know, I, I'm you know I'm a brown skin, dark skin. I don't know what I am. Mm-hmm. Some people say I'm brown. Some people, whatever. Right. I ain't light skin. <laughs> and my thought was for especially dark skin women or brown skin women who find him attractive. I mean, mm. but if you do, how do you feel now? Because mm-hmm. he don't find you attractive because you difficult. Only because of your skin color. Right. Because and well, he's Jesus. saying you're difficult. Jesus. And that light skin women are more sensitive. And and at that point, like she can't go into detail. But my thought is, what is difficult? Because right. difficult is that's perception. What is difficult? And, and what is and what is sensitive? I right. mean, what is that? 
And it just goes further forth. You know, it's, it's just this idea of this colorism, of this issue that we have within our own race. Yes. This color wars is yes. what I call it. Yeah. And it just trips me out because it's like, when a woman hears that, when women hear that, right, mm-hmm. and she decides to, like, date the white guy, then black men are up in arms. Right. But then it's like, black men, y'all want to date white girls. Right. Y'all want to date black girls. And granted, I'm talking really general, because that's really, you know, that's not everybody. Right. But it's like, the idea of preference to me, there is nothing wrong with preference. However, when it gets to skin preference, that's weird. I think it's weird. It is. I think skin preference that's something deeper it is because to say like it's about self it's about something else it's not just preference because like yeah his example you can say you like skinny guys you can like bigger guys but when you like someone skinny that doesn't mean i like skinny light that's saying i like skinny so if you happen to be black asian white you know, Hispanic, the skinny form is what I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I like bigger guys. And it's not guys. that you like skinny people because they're easy to hang Deal out with. with. Right. <laughs> like That's what you're, you know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because I can even, because, I mean, so does it bother you if people have a preference in, because in, then my thought is, is it bother, is it bothersome that he just likes light black women mm-hmm. would it bother you more if he just said I prefer white women because I, I was trying to understand like I think it would bother me just as much if he said I just like white women mm-hmm. I do I think it would bother me just as much because part of the reason why we have this separation of light and dark is because light is closer to white and it's proven through history that you know the lighter you were like even in slavery you know when you were light you didn't have to be in the field. You right. could be in the house. Right. You got more privileges. So, right. it, I mean, it's ingrained in our history. Right. So, part of what I hear when I hear someone say what he says is that he prefers white women because, I mean, not light-skinned women because they're closer to white people. That's mm-hmm. part of what I hear when I hear that. And that pisses me off. Like, it's just stupid. Because light-skinned women are more sensitive and dark-skinned women are difficult. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, where did you get that? <laughs> right, who taught you that? And then, like, and I, all I'm just saying is this. If if he, if Kodak Black ever try to hit on you, you and you dark skin or brown, reject him. <laughs> I don't care what he offers For you. For the culture. Out of pure principle, you should look at him and say, I'm difficult, remember? <laughs> and turn and walk away from him. Mm. Just out of principle it just pisses me off because i just feel like sometimes we just really it's like you already have to deal with the outside world and then we have our own shish yeah inside so it's it's like you know sometimes we really don't help it right help just ourselves because i mean no and I feel like I do am more attracted to black men, mm-hmm. and I don't have a press a preference in skin tone of the black man. Right. No. Um, and at the, because uh, then this made me think, and I said this to Sydney, we was talking about this interview I heard. What's his name? Doctor. He's on oh, Breakfast Club. Omar Johnson. So it was just a clip. I didn't hear the whole thing. It was just this clip about how he felt like we need to do like other cultures mm-hmm. and really emphasize that you need to date within your race. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
And it's true that Asian culture is very much so like that. They yeah. want you to date Asian, yeah. um, Jewish people. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a part of it to date a Jewish person. Yeah. Um, and that's and and it's he was just saying that it's heavily in their cultures and it's emphasized. It's emphasized and there encouraged. and encouraged. And here, if you say it, then you look. You know you. They give you criticism. And I was looking at the comments, and he, it definitely was a lot of, that's racist, which black people, please, 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 y'all got to learn. Y'all got to learn. We cannot be racist. You know, like... you got to really learn what that is, okay? <laughs> right. Stop using that word. Second of all, they were saying, oh, that's so ignorant. Love is love. And so here's my thought, because it made me think of Kodak Black and all their own situation. Yeah. I do think love is love. And yes. I think whoever you fall in love with is whoever you fall in love with. Exactly. But I don't think... I, I felt like part of what he said, I understood what he was saying. hmm About yeah. you should you should want your son to date a black woman. You, sh- you know what I mean? And my thought is that you were raised... if You know, and this isn't for everybody, but if you were raised by black people, black family... Why wouldn't you love the people that look like you? And, right, so I understood what he <laughs> So it's like, why meant. wouldn't that be your first choice? Right. Because they look exactly like me, so that should be my preference. Right. Now, because then we started talking about T and Tamara, so it's like, one gets more slack than the other because one's married to a white guy and the other's married to a black Her dad's white. So she's dating she was, her right. race. That's what she has seen her life, like during her whole life. So it's like... Y'all have to, like, it's just what you see is what you should or more than likely have a preference towards because that's what you were raised seeing. They were raised to see that as the display of love. And so it's just like, if you don't love your people, then you don't love yourself. And then I also was reading... We may have talked about this. Can you be woke and date a white person? Yeah, we did on our interracial dating. Did we? Yeah, we did. Okay. What would we say? I don't I, I, in my per- in my opinion, you can. Okay. Because while I feel like dating within your race is a preference, you can't control who you always fall in love with. No, I agree with that. Um, and so it's like, you know, if you happen to fall in love with a white person then i mean it just happened like that and i don't think it's anything necessarily wrong with that my problem is when you go out of your way to only date white people because you don't want to date within your race that's true that. that's that's where the problem lies true that true that anyway that that whole thing that that story made me think of all those things we just <laughs> talked about but that is our media and we're gonna move to our questions we had two because we were gone for two weeks yes. so the first question um and <laughs> not to out of ten sydney makes the questions yes i do try to contribute when she's starting to go when she can't like think of anything yeah i do try to help um, girl, where did you get this question from? Well, this I'm gonna give one? I'm gonna give a foot I'm gonna give a footnote after we read through okay. all the answers. So the question <laughs> is: Have you ever, or would you ever let your best friend have sex in your bed? Okay, so let's start reading. So, uh, French Poodle 08 Nah Fam, our friend Brittany, girl, I do not. I don't know how she pronounced this. I think it's supposed to be Erica. Eric A R R A E I C. <laughs> nah, but I'll make sure I have a guest room in my next house. Fair. Uh, next is Lativia Nicole. Nope. 
our friend Justin, man wears hats. I don't even let my friends sit on my bed. If you mess up my perfect sheets, you gotta go. So that's a no for me, dog. Love the Randy reference. <laughs> uh, Reese Peace never. L underscore R underscore B. Nope. She better use the floor, her car, or abstain. The pink panda. Absolutely not. And if she's a friend, she already knows that. I'm cl- clowning him because he needs to hashtag get a run. Henny and Hot Wings, that's why I got a floor and mop afterwards, please. What what happened? If you got the mop, I mean, I guess just, okay. Sometimes you got a mop after. I guess so. so okay, so. Where did you get this question from? Because I was listening to another podcast and um, it's two women and one let the other have sex in her bed because, you know, they were having like a kickback at her house. So she needed a bed, whatever, changed seats after she changed the sheets after and kept it pushing. But so one thing I noticed after, you know, all the answers came in is that like nine out of ten were women. And men that I know answer our questions every week didn't answer. So I asked them, I'm like, so you're not gonna answer the question? And most of them said that they either have or well, they would, would, but they wouldn't say it in public. Why? Because they don't want people to necessarily know. But they were like, some of them were talking about like in college and things like that where they Well, I just, would think typically that's when, that's when more it than what happened And I was anyway. like, I mean, you could have told the story behind it and we wouldn't have thought anything of it, but they thought it would make them sound less appealing. Um, so that's First why of most all, of them you know, answer. you know, answer the question. <laughs> this is not a dating because show. Because I noticed, I'm like, okay, you mean I didn't even realize that. Mean, we didn't have no guys. I didn't even realize that. We had one, Justin said, Well, yeah. I didn't realize you said that. I didn't realize that I noticed really. it, and I was like, mm-mm, something's not right. What and up? so I went and asked them myself, and so they all said that so they, they was embarrassed, had, but they would not answer a- our question it. in a public Okay, coma. so here's the thing. <laughs> so you're Y'all could have messaged us and been anonymous. Y'all know yeah. y'all can always email us at goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. So would you <laughs> ever let... I have. For the record, guys, not Shanae. Not it was another best friend who I will not name to keep because they didn't want to be embarrassed. For the, <laughs> I just want to put it out there. It wasn't Shanae. No, so just so we're it was clear, not Shanae. I have not had sex in Sydney's bed, but more so they use like the edge of my bed. Was this college? Yes. Yeah, undergrad. Okay. <laughs> she like thinking that girl. My well. To be honest, I feel like I know. She probably does, yeah. So, it is what it is. And my thing, knowing that, I don't think any less of... The person. Of the person. Right. I really don't. Right. Um, Like I said, I've never had sex in Sydney's bed. <laughs> However, mm-hmm. I've, <laughs> I've done certain... Activities. I've done activities in her home. <laughs> <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> In multiple different places. Yes. So, when I read the question, I was like, eh, I I don't know if I would allow that in my, like, in my bed I sleep in. I'd probably be like, no, because mm-hmm. I feel like that's gross. Mm-hmm. Even though you change the sheets, it's just, I think for most people, it's just the thought process of your best friend was getting banged out on your bed you sleep on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can do it in my house. Ha- well, <laughs> I think I'm unfair, because like I said, Sydney is, 
you know. And I'm a very good friend. She's very good, right? <laughs> and she's never shaded me for my transgressions <laughs> in her home. I mean, she, we're not going to go into detail on what Sydney is cool with. <laughs> Just know she's super cool. But this is my thoughts behind it. Like, if you're in a hotel... People have had sex in that bed before you, and yes, they change the sheets, but it's no different than letting someone else have sex in your bed. But it's not, it's, it's not your bed anyway, so I think that's a part of it, because like, I thought of that too, mm-hmm. but the hotel bed ain't my bed, no way, I'm here for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. This is my bed I sleep on majority of the time. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think for most people it's a mental thing, I don't think it's the physical the act itself, right. I think it's the mental, it's like, girl, no. Right. I really think that, and I think why are guys more cool with it? Because guys, I think, are more casual with sex, and their mindset is more, I really think that they're more laid back with. I mean, God, most a lot of times, guys will sleep with the same girl, don't think nothing of it, and sometimes with girls, it's more drama. I just mm. think that's just how, when we view sex, is different. Like, guys, they're, um, they're guys who, like, they'll be in the same room, not doing anything with each other, but both are getting ahead of both. Like, yeah. and that's normal, they don't think... Most girls, we don't, we're not really, like, we're not both getting our cootie cats, <laughs> eating in the same room, mm-hmm. typically. Okay. I'm not, I mean, <laughs> do whatever you want. But I'm saying on a normal, I just think they view sex more like just sex. Just, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So, um, would you, so you said yes. Yeah, I have. I say, could you not? <laughs> like, I'd rather you not. But if if they ask, would you let them? No. Okay. No. You better off sneaking it and just not in my bed. You better <laughs> off me just not knowing. Like okay. you better off me saying, "What well, we did in your bathroom?" I'd be like, "Ew, that's so gross." Mm-hmm. I can let that go. Don't sneak and do it in my bed. That'll piss me off. <laughs> but you better off just sneaking doing it in my house and then me finding out later. Because yeah. I can't really do well, anything about it Well, that's kind of what happened in later. my situation. They didn't, like, ask. It just kind of happened and then they oh, told well, me you, later. Right person. Because if, if I knew <laughs> later, I'm pissed. That's my bed. <laughs> I mean, they washed the covers and everything, so. Where were sheets. you? How did you know they washed it? Where were you? Were you gone for the weekend? No, I was in the living room. <laughs> So How did you not know they weren't doing that then? Well, I thought they were doing it on the floor. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I didn't like, know that the bed got involved. Ah, ah, ah. And so I found out later because they was like, oh, I need to wash this. And I was like, well, wait, how much of it did you do in my bed? And they was like, oh, well, it was just the edge. But they was like, Still. Oh, Lord. So, But yeah. okay, so now I'm like, I'm diving deeper in this situation. Yeah. Y'all were, we were, that was our apartment? Yeah, in undergrad. In undergrad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, did they come to hang out and say, hey, we want to have sex real quick? And No, I think, well, because that was the person's mate at the time. Oh, okay. So, we were all kind of hanging out. And I can't remember if I was with somebody else or if it was just us three, because you know I'm always in third wheel situations. <laughs> yeah. But I just know that I was like just sitting in the living room and watching TV. Well, they do their thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and once again, Sydney's cool like that. Once again, I'm the best. <laughs> you know, me myself has probably put her in situations that if she put me in them, I'd be pissed. <laughs> I'm being really honest. She's. I'm just being honest. And that's all I'm going to say about my own dirt. Lord. I'm not going to go into detail any further. Jesus. Oh, good times. Okay, so our... Second question. Yes. <laughs> all right, so it was a would you rather... 
Would you rather only take ice baths, no showers, or only eat cold food? We got a lot of answers for this one, if my thing would vote. Yeah, a lot. So that girl, Ray, that gal, Ray, cold food. I love my hot, steamy baths. Yeah, the guys came out for this one. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan the M. Stone, ice baths for the win. A little ice ain't never hurt, ain't never hurt nobody. Uh, Micah girl, cold food. Miss Megan man, I ice. think it's Misha girl. Misha girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, look, y'all. Sorry, <laughs> Miss Megan man, ice, ice baths. I can get in out real quick, but I'm not about that cold steak life. Um, L R B ice bath. It's summertime. It's hot. The Black Columbus cold food. Reese Peace ice baths. Ashley approved. Only eat cold food. Uh, Black Thrones ice baths. Who's about to eat a cold burrito? I feel you. <laughs> Bell Script DeVoe. I got to get my big ass down in the tub and the water cold. <laughs> cold food all day, son. Gazpacho and ice cream and lukewarm count as cold to black people. If it ain't what it was supposed to be hot, I'll live. Once again, you can't. You're <laughs> always trying to make <laughs> loopholes. Cold is cold. Uh, email talks. I eat slow. My food always ends up cold, so cold food for me. That doesn't sound enjoyable. How, well, how slow you eat? <laughs> right. Um, Africa Wilkins said, not trying to freeze to death. Cold food. I'll just stick to my cold cuts and salads. Um, Life is a blast. 13 said, cold food, cold pizza was breakfast for so many years. Ugh. And Glenn and her pod said, only eat cold food. I took cold showers for a week straight. It changes you. LOL. Um, I never, so I know, I never get how people can eat cold pizza. I really? It's disgusting. Well, room temperature, but yeah. Do all the time. No, not room temperature. Cold. cold people yeah. eat cold pizza. Yeah. No. <laughs> room temperature pizza, yeah, you can eat that. Mm-hmm. People will eat, like, pizza be in the refrigerator, take it out, eat and it. Eat it, yeah. Like, my coworker would do that. I'm like, what do you have for lunch? Pizza. <coughs> just take out the lunar foil and start eating it. I'm like, ooh, you ain't gonna eat that up. Just a little bit. <laughs> just just to knock the cool off. Eat it cold. That thing looks stiff as a board. So what would you choose? <clears throat> Probably ice baths because like <clears throat> if I had to eat cold food, I would have to eat food that's supposed to be cold. Mm-hmm. And I would get over it. I would be bored. Mm-hmm. I like hot food. Yeah, I would actually pick cold food. Um, because I mean, I was, I, I eventually want to be a raw food vegan, so I would have to get used to it anyways, um, when I get to that point. So I would just pick cold food cause, uh, I can't stand no cold bath. Mm-mm. No. I just feel like eventually you get used to it. Mm-mm. So <clears throat> thank you guys for answering our questions. You know, we post them every Thursday. Um, if you have any suggestions for questions, you know, you can always email us at goodgirlsbehavingbadly. Um, at gmail.com, my bad. Um, and let us know if you have any questions that you anonymously want to submit. Okay, and now we're going to interview Francina from um, the Black Panties web series. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you guys for having me here. I'm really excited. 
and we, we're excited to have you. Yeah, we've enjoyed watching um the show. We can't wait till the next episode comes out so we can, you know, keep going with the series. So it comes out every two weeks, right? Yes, it does. Um, we are. Yeah, it comes out every two weeks. So we're still. Um, we have about what three more episodes left. Okay. And uh, we're we're excited that the audience is truly um, becoming invested in our series. So thank you guys for watching it. We appreciate it. Of okay. course, of course. So if you guys don't know, Black Panties is a web series. It's a story about how vulnerability and womanhood collide. Mahogany, Valerie, London, and Juice, four friends in the concrete jungle of New York City, experience love, betrayal, mental illness, and the magic womanhood through a woman's intuition. Black Black Panties, Black Panties, excuse me, is the journey of friendship, sensuality, and truth. So, when I first saw the trailer... I was like, oh, this is totally giving me Sex in the City vibes. Mm-hmm. Felt like a black woman, Sex in the City. <laughs> um, did Sex in the City or any show that's been out, web series or just on TV, did that did that help inspire the series of how you wanted to take it? Um, so did, did Sex in the City help inspire it? No, um, but we did get a lot of people saying, oh, it gave me a Sex in the City vibe. The idea of Black Panties came because I was tired of seeing only one type of, um, or a few um, particular type of women that did not look like me or my group of friends, and I didn't feel like it was truthful. And I felt as an artist that it was my duty to give a platform for um, other women, women of color, plus-size women, to express themselves creatively and for us to go on this journey and tell the story. And so... Um, and tell our story of womanhood and how it's just as valid as um, the sex in the city. Those other shows. Um, and so that was kind of where the inspiration behind Black Pink came from. Oh. Yeah, and uh, one thing that we did want to comment on is seeing, you know, because we're both plus-size women, and so seeing them, you know, in the episodes in their lingerie is kind of something empowering to see and see that they... They're comfortable with being on the show and, you know, showing who they really are and who they would be in those scenarios. Uh, Most definitely. Right, because especially, I'm sorry, especially since you don't typically see plus size women in a sexual form. Mm -hmm. So, like, even the, um, in your trailer, like that last scene, I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Just because you don't usually (laughs) see that. Right. And and that's exactly what we wanted because I'm a plus size woman, mm-hmm. um, and I'm also a part of the show. But that's a that's a completely different story. But there's another um, plus size woman that's um, a leading character as well, um, and her character's name is London. And uh, well, black panties. We the women that are like the four leading characters. We have a be- our cast is beautiful to be mm-hmm. honest, and I'm not just saying that say that but because they we arrange in all different um different spectrums and scales of this beauty metric system that our society has um secretly created right and so um when i decided that i wanted to do black candies i wanted to do it for um women of color and plus size women because i said you know um when i was going on on um watching youtube 
um, web series or watching television, I didn't see a lot of plus-size women or black women who looked like me who were presented in a, a manner that they were confident and sexy, and they went through the woes of womanhood. They went through everything else that any, any other woman might, um, might go through. Um, we were always um, presented as a caricature, and that bothered me. That bothered me completely. So, mm. yeah. Well, yeah, we definitely appreciate that part of it. Absolutely. So you mentioned, you know, you're you're on the show. Was it your idea to be in it, or was your, or that's just how it happened? How did that come to it? Because sometimes, kind of like insecure, like. That was her, she started and she's starring in it, but sometimes people start it and don't want to star in it. So right. what happened with that? So um, I started off acting. When I, when I started in this art field, this art career, I started off acting. However, when this concept of Black Panties um, was given to me, uh, through divine intervention, I didn't see myself as acting anymore. I was like, um... I was discouraged from a lot of other things that was going on outside of my life and in connection with auditioning. Um, and I was like, no, I don't want to be in it. I want to be behind the scenes. And my friend who was, a, who was our casting director and another friend who was helping me on the writing team, we were auditioning people. And I'm like, I don't see anybody who can be this character. And I was looking at the casting director like, do you see anybody? Like, cause maybe you have hope. And she was like, no, nah, I don't see nobody. So we were on the phone with uh, my other homegirl, and she's like, look, if push come to shove, and we don't have nobody, you need to do it. I'm <laughs> like, ooh, I don't know. Well, you know, I have been, I, I had, it had been two years um, since I've been out of college. I haven't been performing. Like, I was like, I don't know. And they were like, look. We, if we're going to produce this show, we need to finish casting. And if you, if we don't find it, you just going to have to suck it up and do it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how I got cast in it. Uh, but don't get me wrong. I, do, I take it seriously because uh, right. it, it's a craft of mine. But um, initially when I wrote this particular character, I didn't write it with myself in mind. But I got cast in the show. So um, that's kind of how that we, well, and I want to be more specific, is that this character in um, general, her name is Mahogany, and when I, when the casting director asked me what did I think this character looked like, I explained, like, she needed to be a dark-skinned, brown, plus-size girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm dark-skinned, I'm brown, plus-size girl, but the reason why I said that is because um, it matters. Representation matters so much. Definitely. Like, there's even discrimination. Um, discrimination in the plus size industry mm-hmm. and the fact that this this um is this character that i created was going to be a dark skinned woman who was plus size right mm-hmm. it was going to speak volume um right. to our audience and that was the goal because i needed to prove i needed to prove a point to the people that were going to be watching this web series we needed to prove a point as a community of women of color and as a plus size community um women of color because it, we needed that statement um, to be made that we can, we don't have to look um, a particular way to be considered sexy. And that's even in the plus size industry as well. Because um, I think about um, Ashley Graham and kudos to her. She's a plus size model, but you know, 
there were a lot of women of color who was plus size modeling and doing a lot of bigger and better things before Ashley Graham, but I feel like because of her 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 particular shape and her particular skin color, no shade, she got pushed in the forefront as being um, a uh, uh, what do I want to say a like forerunner, the, right? Uh, a spokesperson or and, something, you know, in this body positivity and plus size industry. And I'm like, no, 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 no. What about Lyris Cross? You know, mm-hmm. um, and so that's kind of why we went with that um, with the way this character looks and how I got picked um, to be in the series, if that all sums up your question. So, since we're on the subject, as the series continues, will the show actually kind of touch on, like, I'm not going to say some of the struggles, I guess, of the plus-size woman that we we endure, maybe if it's in dating or just on social media, will, will watchers be able, will you guys dive, will you dive deep into that? Well, I think that um, in our first season, um, we kind of do touch on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not going to be stereotypical as well. Like, there's going to be a balance. I will tell you guys to definitely look look forward to um, episode five, episode um, six and seven and eight. Um, and just, you know, because it's going to be... It's gonna it's gonna tell the story. It's gonna it's gonna truthfully tell the story, and and the thing and it's gonna take you on a a, a ride that you, you will not even believe is possible. And a lot of these stories are true, um, whether they happen to me or they happen to women I know, or you know I I um, physically saw these stories um, take place, and so um they definitely um do in season one touch on some of the things that we we go through as women um and as plus size women in the dating industry on social media all of those things so you'll you're going to see that but um we're gonna in season two we we'll touch more we touch more um on specific things as well but you definitely see it in season one okay great so um and you kind of touched on this just a moment ago but my question was because so far each episode has focused on the women kind of in their own right as individuals. They've intertwined slightly, but I wanted to know if later on we'll see all of them together, spending time speaking about things that they go through. Will we see them all interacting, you know, in one scene together? Yeah, so the um, the whole idea, the formula was that um, the audience had an opportunity to individually meet the characters first mm-hmm. and then um, see how their worlds collide. So in episode five, which um, should be um, released sometime today, uh, we will have an opportunity to see how their worlds collide okay. together and who's who to each other and things of like that. Great, great, great. So... Um, episode four, it kind of touched a little bit on mental health. Will we, um, and I appreciate how you ended the episode with facts about, you know, mental health awareness in our community and, you know, actually reaching out to get help because a lot of people in our community don't do that because of the, you know, the large stigma around it. So I wanted to know, will you go more in depth in the future about mental health and 
you know, the difference in our struggles as black people, black and, you know, multicultural people, and how important it is for us to make sure that we take care of our mental health as much as anyone else does. Um, I think that we, we do we definitely in season one have an opportunity to see how um this one particular character deals with mental health and how if it affects her family. Mm. Um, in particular. Uh in season two we'll definitely be delving more into mental health and other uh, other aspects of it. The rest of season one you do get to see um what it means to be a mother to be a black woman and have this um disease or um this 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 mental health issue and how it affects people around you how it triggers people around you to respond you know because of the way you respond mm-hmm. uh and i think that that statement in itself because because yeah, we um, sometimes we we silently we as people of color deal with mental health issues silently, you know, and we don't seek the help help like you said um, to get to get proper help and guidance in that aspect. But the people who know that um, the people in our families, right, who know that you might be struggling and how they how they deal with it and how it affects them mentally and how they respond in our society that matters as well because yeah. it becomes trigger effects you know and it and um it was very important for us to leave that that those facts at the end of episode four that was something i was very i was very um strong head about mm-hmm. because um as art as an artist it is our duty to tell a message we are messengers from god as artists and if we don't, if we use our platform but don't use it to the fullest point of our potential, then what's the point of us um, sharing our art with the world, you know? Yeah. What's the point of us even have a platform? And so that was kind of the reason why it was, why we have the suicide um, hotline number at the end and why we have um, those facts at the end of episode four. So... First of all, I have to say this. What I did like, what I, because I, we watched, yeah. and what I did like was the kind of like inner monologue you could hear. Yeah. So you kind of see how they battle through things. And I felt like that was like super relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to know, was like, was that always in your plan to kind of have that inner thoughts? Because I know, especially with even the, the first one, which honestly, the first one was one of my favorites just because, like, I don't know, I feel like that was just really relatable, that whole, like, mm-hmm. woman crush, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, was, your, was it always your idea to have kind of like the inner monologue? Because I just felt like it's, it's very relatable and it can help further relate your watchers to the characters. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, uh, ep- adult. Okay, so it was it was very intentional. the 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 whole selling point behind Black Panties, right? It's two. It's two selling points. The fact that um, we have plus size women who are um, like leading ladies, principal roles in the series is a selling point because it representation matters, and I said that. And the second um, selling point is the woman's intuition which is um, why our long line says what it says, because a woman's intuition to me is God speaking and how we as women 
have these answers and have so much things going on in our head and how sometimes we will listen to what our woman's intuition is saying or um, sometimes we ignore it or sometimes mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we won't trust it. Um, and so we see the women, these different women, and how they all um, experience their woman's intuition differently and how still in each woman it's just as powerful as the next woman. It was very important for me to write um, those in the monologues um, in the series because I wanted the audience to hear the thought pattern of what some women think. Um, and, and I always think about um, when we watch television shows or other web series or movies and how we'll look at people's facial expressions and wonder, like, well, what are they thinking, right? What is this character thinking? Because the thought, the mind is so powerful. Right. And it's so interesting. So that it was it was extremely important that I had it. It was very done it was done strategically. Um and in regards to episode one, that episode was definitely a fun episode to write, to listen to those thoughts going through the uh, mahogany's head like, Oh, you gonna um come over my house two hours after you make a post about this other girl, you know, mm-hmm. we had the As disrespect. <laughs> we had a big debate on why Mahogany was, um, why she was mad during our table read. Like, was she mad because he posted another girl before he came over the house? Or was or was she mad because he picked up the call and it was one thirty in the morning? So um, the, the thought pattern of that, um, what was going through her head um, during that, it, it just was very fun to write some of their inner monologues while other inner monologues were extremely hard, like the one with mental illness. Um, so, yeah. Okay. I have to ask, um, Black Panties, what, what, how did you come up with that name? Uh, Black Panties. So I, when I was, um, honestly, Black Panties came to me first, the, which was the concept, because um, I wanted to write a web series that had to do with plus size women, and I wanted it to I wanted um, it to be sexy and stand out. Mm-hmm. And I thought about this particular movie, and um, the movie this guy is in this girl's bedroom, and he's going through her um, panties drawer, and he picks up a pair of black panties. And he's like, "Ooh, black panties!" And the other character in the room is like, "Well, what's so like popping about black panties?" And mm-hmm. don't say popping. I'm paraphrasing. Um, and uh, he's like, "Well, they're mysterious. They're sexy. This is that and the third. And so I'm like, "Oh, black panties is, is represents womanhood, sensuality. It's sexy. It's it's fun. It's mysterious. It and makes you wonder what the hell this show is really going to be about. And so um, I needed something that was going to make that statement and that's why um black panties is named black panties um and it's very it's very sexy sexy i think it represents um womanhood as well um it's very truthful um and that's kind of why we have the name black panties as our web series okay um so one thing that i also wanted to know because while I was watching, you know, each episode, I kind of didn't want it to end yet. Um, I wanted to, you know, see more about each character, and I know that'll be coming um, soon, but 
So how many episodes can we look forward to each season? Because it's like, I want to know more about each scenario already. We um, have so many questions. <laughs> right. <laughs> so how many more well, episodes can we look to? Bad, but um, there are eight episodes in the season. And okay. I know I was asked, why are they so short? And why is the season so short? This was my first time writing a series work. I was a theater arts major in college. I started off in acting. I wrote a um, one-woman show while in college. But writing a play is completely different from writing a screenplay um, and television work. And so um, I, I needed an, I, I wanted to make it short where we had our attention spans ready um, and we can fulfill, you, fulfill the audience's need um, with our story within a specific amount of time. Mm-hmm. And um, because I was a beginner, I was like, oh. <laughs> like my whole struggle with the series was because I was, I contemplated so much. I questioned my own ability, ability and capabilities. Um, I questioned myself as an artist throughout this entire series. And so it was a two year process of me even writing, y'all. Like wow. two wow. years. Like so, this whole years. Um, and um, yeah, so it was eight. Eight, eight episodes in season because I'm a beginner and <laughs> I uh, wanted to make it where I could I could do it and I won't feel overwhelmed. Because right. a lot of the times people the digital work they you got to be consistent. You know what I'm saying? Like you have yeah. to be consistent. And if I say oh it's gonna be 13 episodes, 25 minutes each, like we would have been filming forever, dog. <laughs> like this was a passion project. So yeah. Okay. So, crap. I literally just had the question in my head. <laughs> oh, got it. Okay, so long term, you know, two, three years, four years, five years from now, where would you like to see the Black Panties series or just the Black Panties brand? Where would you love it to go? I would love for it to be a statement piece. Like, I would love for it to travel Mm -hmm. to other festivals outside of the United States. I would love for it to maybe be on, um, um, like, you know, uh, uh, I don't know how to explain it, Um, commercial segments on, like, big-time networks, uh, if that makes sense. Like, I would love for the, the characters to grow and, um, us to be able to travel and grow with them. I would love for the brand to be um, a household brand that does e- that does events, um, where um, our major point portion of our audience comes out to fully support. Um, yeah. Okay. I hope that I hope that answered your question. It, it did. I got big. <laughs> I got big dreams. I just. Well, I I think that's great, and I mean, I guess my follow-up would be, would Black Panties to you always kind of be a web-based series? Like, even if it got a bigger, and like, if Netflix call you, like, are you you answering Netflix call, or you're like, nah, I want HBO to call me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if, um, if, like, if big-time networks call, and they, like, look, you want to pick up this show, like, and... I would go to the person who's giving me quality over quantity. Absolutely. But preferably, 
the person who's giving me quality can give me some ducats too. You know what I mean? Like, I'm saying put money into, into the web series, big money. And so the whole team is winning, then I would love that as well. Um, but I would love for a household name to, to pick it up. Like, I would love that. Um, I started looking to that a little bit, but some, some of the people who pitch it to those networks, they want to own, like, 60% of this work. And I'm like, how you want to own 60%? Like, that's way too much right? for some, you know, us just starting out. But if they're talking, like, and our audience has picked up, then I would love for it to go there. I think that it has potential to go there. And um, the support of the audience would really push it to 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 go to that that platform. Because I, I, I want Black Panties to go global. That's the first thing I said was international. So any one of those platforms that give us international basis, then that would be amazing and a blessing. So, yeah. Okay, so just for fun, like, Who's your favorite character? <laughs> and then who's the character you re- your life? And not saying you've been through the same things, but who's your favorite character and who's the character you feel like you relate to the most? Because they could be two different okay. ones. Okay, let me ask you this. Who's your favorite character? Uh, Ours, we both agree. <laughs> it was Mahogany. Mahogany. That was Mahogany. our favorite so far. That was that was my favorite. Okay. Um, like I said, the the first episode, I I it tickled me the most. Just the whole dynamic of it, because I yeah. felt like when I was in a situation, I was like, mm. like I w- in my mind, I was watching like I would have did. And it's funny when you was talking about how like at your table read, they were talking about you know what was she mad at the call or the, the woman crush I'm like both like when you said that I'm like both the disrespect that you answer the phone and you gotta go to the another room that's mm-hmm. suspect and then two if she your woman crush Wednesday why you ain't up in her bed okay <laughs> so like that I don't know that whole one um, tickled me the most and I'll say the the episode where I had the most questions were three and four. Yeah. Cause I was like with the third one, I was like, what? Like I just had in the fourth one, I definitely had a lot of questions and that was the episode that touched on the mental illness. So you definitely left us wanting more. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, my favorite character has to be, um, London's character. I love all of the characters for real. I think of each one of the characters have a piece of me in them or I, I got a piece of them and me. Um, but I love, I love London's character. I think she's so, um, authentic and so, so interesting mm-hmm. to see her go through things and we really we really only um she's she's in her head type of person and i i just find that so interesting and intricate and and so 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 uh dope like i don't know how to explain it right um then you guys asked me uh what was the other question it was a two-part question which one do you relate um, to the most which one do i relate to the most yes yeah, I think that each of the characters have a portion of me, so I would I don't I don't really weigh in on one being more than the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. So maybe all of them are <laughs> all of them, everyone all of them relate to you in some form and and fashion. I'm sure that was part of just your writing process, just for yeah. 
even for the watches that weren't where you know we could a person could relate to one or relate to all of them that was probably just a part of the plan that you had for the series um i know we're definitely excited to keep watching and see where it goes yeah and so when the you said episode five comes out today but i know you guys said hello yeah we're here Oh, okay. I know you guys said you had some questions on episode three and four. You you can definitely ask them. Yeah, oh, so all right. episode three, I think the reason that we had questions because it was an episode where, like, so the ex comes over and they're kind of chilling and they get closer and closer. And then, basically, so she finds out that, you know, he has a baby by someone else, allegedly. And so now we're wondering, like, well, how long have they been broken up? Right. Um, was right. it potentially while they were together? Right. And was he coming over in the fool around? Right. Like, were they broken up but still fooling around? Yeah. Um, that whole dynamic. I was like, I don't, like, are they friends? <laughs> or are they, like, exes that don't hate each other? Or is right. it unfinished business? And then does the ex, not the ex, then does the pregnant <laughs> woman in the mix throw off? A rekindling because yeah. it seemed like in her inner monologue it was like she was trying to ignore him so yeah. that made me feel like maybe she was trying to be done and even as they the movie as they were watching TV they were more far apart and they got closer yeah. I'm sure see, some of these questions will be answered as we keep watching <laughs> right but I just was like that's that's as I was watching that's how my mind kind of was firing them off yeah well um I mean, those are valid questions. The name of that episode is called Breakup Etiquette. And, like, what is breakup etiquette? Like, do you stop talking to your ex-boyfriend completely? Or, like, are are you still able to keep the things that he gave you? Like, Mm -hmm. is that valid? Or, like, you know, do you cut off all ties? You know, and so... That's the, that was where the, where the concept of that episode came from. Mm-hmm. A lot of the questions that you ask will be answered throughout, like, later on in the season. Okay. Um, but, yeah. So, I don't want to give anything away. Right. But uh, it, my mindset, it was, like, it was, it, it, why can't I speak right now? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. My mindset when I wrote episode three was like all of those questions like what the hell is breakup etiquette like what what do you do with your ex like like can't can you not be friends with him mm-hmm. are, you, are you supposed to be friends with him are you supposed to forgive and forget like um how did they break up like did they break up on good terms or did they break up on bad terms you know right. where he's still comfortable enough to come over to her house and have a movie night it's right. like what you know so um yeah okay well i definitely feel like for the record like anything you got in a relationship you should be able to keep just (laughs) just putting that out there that's just my two cents (laughs) um you get to keep the stuff (laughs) everything and not the cheap stuff either. Exactly. I'm, I'm the good stuff you get to keep. And and, if, and then too, even if with pets involved, right. it's my pet. <laughs> I get to keep it, even though we're not together. Well, what if you like bought it together? Like you went out and bought it together. Well, you know they actually like, and this is now we're getting off, but like. 
people do like custody agreements with pets oh, because see, of that. Oh, you know what? I'm serious. They, they do. They do. She's right. Yeah. Oh Where they the dog. The dog goes with him for a week, and oh, then you know they meet up, and it goes with her for a week, or him, her, 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 whichever your relationship is. They will have like agreements on like visitation, like the pet is a child. I've oh, seen see, that because much. they both get connected to the dog, right. and they neither one of them want to like give up oh. ownership. So, mm. yeah, that's interesting. Wow. Yeah. It is. <laughs> well, we definitely look forward to more. We can't wait till episode five drops. Um, so where can, you know, our listeners find you? Uh, where can they find me personally? Or the Black Penny series. So if they want to watch okay. the series, um, y'all social media, just so everyone knows. So basically, right after this episode, everyone needs to go watch it, especially <laughs> right. since the new new episodes are dropping today. Right. So we just want to package it all up for them real nice. Yeah. Okay, so you guys could always visit our website at www.blackpanties.tv. We also have a Snapchat, blackpanties.tv. We have an Instagram, blackpanties.tv. We have a Twitter, blackpanties underscore TV. We switched it up on y'all. Um, and then if you, oh, we also have our YouTube channel. Um, but again, like you can connect through our um, website, but if you want to go directly to our YouTube channel, it's blackpanties.tv as well. Um, you can stay connected with me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook at sheis.fran. Um, yeah. Okay, awesome. So, people, you know what you need to do as soon as this episode is done. You need to get on YouTube. You need to go and watch Black Panties and yes. love it yes. like we do. And then keep watching it. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for talking to us yes. today. Thank you, ladies. I had an amazing time talking with y'all. Um, continue to stay blessed and may your um, your platform grow um, as well. So, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week. Good night.